Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you, hanging out. Thank you for being here. We've got Kevin Wall in again today for executive producer Tom DeCelestino, who is at a weightlifting competition as I understand it. But we do have their triumphant return, at least to this show, of Andrew Bogish. Bogey is back. Very excited to get some um, some time with Andrew. And I've got a really big announcement that's pretty exciting. Andrew hit me up, had some guesses, maybe some nervousness. I'll just say this. We're going to unleash it in 20 minutes. It's pretty. It's a big deal. Cannot wait to get into that with Mr. Bogish. As always, we're, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. All right, so we, we've got the announcement in 20 minutes. Uh, Serena Williams and what we think, she hasn't said retirement, we think this is her last hurrah at the U.S. Open because she's evolving away from tennis began that journey yesterday. Big victory. There were some jitters. There were some nerves. You could tell that there was a lot of emotion impacting her level of play early on. We'll talk about Serena a little bit. Another wing in the NBA gets overpaid. I don't know if that's fair. I mean, R.J. Barrett might actually turn out to be a deal for the Knicks at some point, but he's making some money. Not a big R.J. Barrett guy. He's fine. Now he's very, very wealthy. We'll talk about that later in the program. A lot of baseball to get into. Aaron Judge has hit 50 home runs. Is Ian Maris? Although the whole record thing now, man, I don't even know how, what to make of it. Barry Bonds did or didn't happen. Sammy Sosa does or doesn't exist. Still, it's pretty cool for the Yankees. You've got an almost unbeatable Dodgers team out here on the West Coast. A lot of drama in between. Jerry, longtime major leaguer, played with a bunch of teams. Dodgers analysts actually won a World Series with the Yankees. Will join us in an hour friend of mine, friend of the show, so I can say this as, as a friend, 74% chance he's in the middle of a fairway somewhere in Southern California. So if you hear somebody yell four in the middle of the interview, you know Jerry's having a pretty good Tuesday. Uh, by herself, produced by Kevin Wall, read by Andrew Bogish in an hour and a half, and Lamar Jackson wants all the money. We'll get into all of that. Uh, big news, though, or at least I think the news that's interesting, is the awkward, continued, forced marriage between Jimmy G and the 49ers. You know the story. Cell's favorite player on the face of the earth, Trey Lance, is in a position now to be the quarterback for the Niners. And the expectation was that Jimmy G was going to go away, that he was going to be somewhere else, that he was going to be traded. He is surplus to requirements, despite the fact that the guy has led this team a couple times, including last season, to an NFC Championship game, and despite the fact it's not like the Niners got blown out of the building last year, they were really close, tantalizingly close to a Super Bowl, and I don't have to speculate on that. this, I don't have to take 
the word of the excellent reporters who cover the Niners day-to-day in the offseason as Jimmy G was coming back from that from that surgery, a little bit of an injury, which in some ways depressed the market for him. Kyle Shanahan, offensive guru, head coach, the guy that's got to make two quarterbacks work, was pretty blunt about his expectation Jimmy G would be plying his trade somewhere else. Nothing's changed since his surgery. You know, we were where we were at before that, and then he got the surgery, so everything went on hold. I expect him at some time most likely to be traded, but uh, who knows? That's not a guarantee. But this is a deal, Jimmy G's new contract, an agreement that allows him to take a little bit of a pay cut. It's very incentive-heavy, this deal, but there's a no-trade clause in there. That's actually one of those rare things in the NFL for a team and a player for whom divorce is is inevitable. This is a win-win for everybody. It's a restructured one-year deal for Jimmy G. It keeps him in town as basically Trey Lance's backup and the security blanket and the you know push in case of emergency lever if something goes badly. And normally we're talking about the idea of a quarterback getting injured. In the National Football League, if you have real expectations, and the 49ers do, they think they believe they can replicate their success from last year and make a really deep run in the postseason. And when that's the case, when you're one of those teams, you want to back up who you can rely on, who you can trust. The problem becomes you have to make sure the backup is going to actually be a backup. You don't want a toxic locker room. You don't want to create a bunch of division in that locker room. And you especially don't want to do those things when you're trying to raise up a young rookie or young, in this case, quarterback, who's going to be feeling the pressure to live up to the expectations of where he was drafted. And Jimmy G gets something for this. He gets that $6.5 million a year guaranteed. He gets $9 million in playing time incentives. And he gets a $500,000 per game roster bonus every single game that he's there. He can make up to $16 million. He gets to look like a mature football player, which is not a thing that he has been viewed as around the National Football League. He gets to be an elder statesman of sorts. And if Trey Lance gets hurt, or, and, and I know that Cell has really led the charge on Trey Lance better than Tom Brady. And I don't want to make fun of that movement that, that Tom, who's not here to defend himself, he's on a beach somewhere, has been pushing. But let's just say that it turns out Trey Lance isn't better than Tom Brady. For the sake of argument, let's say that Trey Lance isn't better than Jimmy G., it does give the Niners the opportunity to shift gears if things go really, really badly. It comes with a no-trade clause, and as importantly, the Niners are not allowed to franchise tag Jimmy G in this situation. So Garoppolo, who is not a world beater, is not a superstar, but he is something we haven't seen from even Lamar Jackson. He's something we haven't seen from Baker Mayfield other than one win in Cleveland. He's something we haven't seen from a lot of quarterbacks who actually have starting jobs The guy has proven himself to be a winner. He might be, as the report suggests, a little disinterested in football sometimes. He might be, as the report suggests, somebody when he got paid a few years ago when he was the guy with the Niners who would just vanish on his coaching staff and be hard to track down and not as focused on football, perhaps, as all the nice things and the frivolities that come with that kind of money. But when push comes to shove, when it's been crunch time in the National Football League, Jimmy G has been able to figure it out. And this agreement gives the Niners a backup plan and a guy they can still trade. The difference being Jimmy G with the no-trade clause would have to sign off on it. He can't get sent to some garbage team. 
He doesn't have to sit there and wait and see what quarterback gets injured with some organization he doesn't want to play for that's going to ruin his career. It gives the Niners a backup and clearly stated boundaries that Jimmy G isn't the starter and he can create a good culture. And Garoppolo gets a chance for a year to make a little money and and to try to coordinate next season where he wants to go to salvage and save his career. This is so different than some of the other situations we've seen before. When you're a captive in your own team, no matter how talented you are, how important you are, how good of a guy you might be, when you're a place you don't want to be or that doesn't want you, when you won't leave or they won't get rid of you, the wheels come off and it infects other teams, it infects locker rooms, it infects your organization. Look at Russell Westbrook and the Los Angeles Lakers here. I mean, hell, I'll go to a much more talented example than Jimmy G or Westbrook. Look at Kevin Durant with the Brooklyn Nets. He's there, he's going to be a Brooklyn Net, blah, blah, we're all going to make it work. It's an 89% probability that Kevin Durant's attempt at a divorce, trying to get Steve Nash and his GM, Sean Marks, fired, trying to leverage his billionaire owner of the Nets to do that and failing is going to create an incredibly, incredibly toxic atmosphere. Hell, we saw this with the greatest quarterback in the history of the National Football League at the end of his time with New England. It's not like the Patriots were bad that last year, but they didn't want to be around each other. They didn't want to be a part of the same organization. They didn't want to breathe the same air. When you've gotten to a point where you can't stand each other, where you don't like each other, where one of you or both of you don't want to be together, whether it's a divorce or a friendship, whether it's a working relationship, whether it's sports, the wheels can come off. And this is the Niners doing the thing, and Jimmy G doing the thing, that so few quarterbacks and organizations have been able to do when a divorce is inevitable. And that's act with a level of maturity and find a compromise that gives everybody what they're looking for. I don't think Jimmy G's a top 14 quarterback, even 15 quarterback in the National Football League. But I'm not sure that he's a bottom seven quarterback. I think this is a guy, as has been demonstrated by what we've seen with the Niners, almost Alex Smith-like, maybe a little bit less consistency and more, sorry, Alex Talent, who, in the right system, with the right head coach, and Shanahan is an absolute genius despite some of his decisions in that Super Bowl when he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons, who can put together a game plan, and if he has a moderately talented QB, and that's what Garoppolo is, there can be success. When you have a pretty good defense, there can be success. Jimmy G is going to have a market next year, largely because this deal allows him to look like someone who can have the maturity to put football first, to put his ego second, to put the team first, to do what needs to be done. Maybe the guy doesn't play a single game. Maybe Trey Lance is phenomenal or good enough and holds down the fort. Maybe Trey Lance gets hurt, and Jimmy G comes in for two or four games and plays well. Either way, this sets up both the Niners to have a plan And it sets up Jimmy Garoppolo to have the opportunity to pick his own organization. Good for that, dude. Extremely, extremely mature. Extremely, extremely impressive. Uh, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number here on the program if you want to call, if you want to weigh in. By the way, Kevin Wall, who's filling in today and yesterday and tomorrow, told me, he's like, I just want to answer the phone and just have people say hi. And I'm like, okay, I can I can tell people, Kevin, because it's a team it's a teamwork thing. So we'd love to have you actually come on the air and talk. But if you don't want to, if you just want to call Kevin, say hi, tell him what's going on in your life, you know, get some advice from him. 
one eight hundred or excuse me eight five five two one two four CBS. Just say hi to Kevin. Kevin's there's not a lot of people in the office this early in the morning. Kevin's looking for a little connection. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Uh, you can tweet me. I'm not gonna give you my phone number. You can tweet me, Sports Writer, Sports R E I T E R. I do know a guy back in the day, Kevin Wall. Good morning, Kevin, by the way. I'm sorry I haven't been giving you enough. Good morning. How are you, Bill? Good. We're gonna get you some phone calls. Uh, I know a guy, a radio host, who once a year, live, he would announce what day it was, not what time it was, once a year, would just drop his actual phone number in LA on the air, and then they would scrub it. <laughs> from the podcast. You had to listen live. Okay. But if you got his phone number, apparently listeners would just call him and text him constantly. Oh boy. For fun. I mean it's a good bit, but I feel like it could be a little intrusive. It, it goes over the top though. Once it gets annoying, you know, the the phone's gonna nonstop. It, it does I couldn't get to do a point. It. Yeah, it gets to a point where all right, I probably regret doing that. Yeah, I could. You know, I'm one of these guys. I can't. My wife has four thousand. Actually, it's like fifty thousand three hundred twenty-one unread emails in her email. I can't do that. Like, I have to go through every text, every email, you. respond, feel feel kind of organized. So I'm not gonna do that. Although many of you have found ways to track me down. A few of you have found my phone number before. It does happen about two or three times a month that some listener just texts me on my cell phone. I have no idea where they get the That's number, insane. but I always not for me. Kind of, I can promise you that. <laughs> I know. Hey, it's kind of it's impressive. Uh, but on Facebook, people find me on the messenger. But the way to really get a hold of me and the show is to call Kevin and just say hi to Kevin. Eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number. I, I want to get into Serena Williams a little bit, and we talked about this yesterday in preparation for what we actually saw last night, and that is the emotion, man, and, and some of the magic of a legend beginning an actual goodbye. We'll talk about that. It is the triumphant return of Andrew Bogish. I see you guys are calling at 855-212-4CBS to say hi to Kevin. He's going to get your calls. He's really excited. He's got to push some buttons here in a second. And I've got a, I've got some really exciting news uh, that, that Bogish is really excited about. I will unveil this game changer next year on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show. What a great audience we have. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. People calling in just to say hi to Kevin, make him feel good about himself on a Tuesday. As we say to my uh, 10-year-old, you got to fill those buckets. Not not empty those buckets. Bogish is a bucket emptier, is what Diesel told me, but I don't buy that for a second. It's not fair. Hi, Andrew. Uh, Kyle from Arkansas. I lived in Arkansas for a while. Little Rock, beautiful place. Buffalo River, not in Little Rock, sort of northwest of there, a little ways. Kyle, thanks for the call to make Kevin feel good about himself. And Scott in Arizona called in to say hi to Kevin and just stuck on the line. Talk a little Jimmy G. Scott, appreciate you, brother. You're on CBS Sports Radio. My buddy, Phil. You know, I called a couple months ago. We talked about how I thought you might be an incredible basketball GM. You might be missing your calling in football, too. It's just it's amazing how you call your shots and, and the light bulbs go off in my head. I'm going to start calling you the electrician because every time you talk to me, a light bulb goes off. The Jimmy G thing, you're spot on with it. The 49ers handled it perfectly. Gives everybody a chance to do what they need to do. Trey Lance gets his chance. Jimmy G sticks around, and like I said, he can build a career down next year, and it works out for everybody. Scott, love the call. Thank you for the kindness, the positivity. Maybe Bogus can shift to call me the electrician. Now he just calls me the man, which is a little awkward for for every for everybody, especially when he's talking to somebody else in the studio. Is he? Is his? Is his family there? Is it? Is it bring your family to work day in the studio? He's he's pointing, he's hanging out. I don't know. I don't know who's in there. Why would I go to Bogus on the air? It doesn't matter. It's insi- it's an insignificant moment anyway. He's just part of the show. I don't want to I don't want to rush him though. Maybe there's an engineer hanging out doing something. Oh, is there technology? Is the tech down? Oh, Andrew Andrew we No Mike no Mike Bogus? I was just uh relaying some technical information in the Uh-oh. studio here. You can't what see what's going on. I, there's nothing. I'm the electrician. I could come and I could fix it. Well, no, no, you're just too far away to fix this right now. This needs to be fixed in the moment, not after your seven-hour travel journey here. Is something on fire there? Not anymore. Not anymore. You guys got it. You guys got to put out. I don't want to All point right. fingers, but I did fix it. Yeah, M- I missed you. It's great to have you back. Where have I think you, you been? were last on two weeks ago. Was it two weeks? It was like I last Wednesday. I, I, it feels I, uh, that long. When I'm gone, when we're away from each other, it feels like a like a long time. Um, I'm really excited to share this news with you. Do you but let me, so let's do a little Serena Williams first, because it's pretty cool that she's saying her goodbye. I want to save. It's like Christmas. Are you, you're not one of these guys who opens presents on Christmas Eve, are you? You wait for the morning. No, that is a mom's side of the family tradition. We would go to bed. Santa came. We were woken up after Santa left. And we opened some presents and then woke up Christmas morning, went to my dad's family presents with them that Santa left there. Got it, got it, got it. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna break your mother's tradition. It sounds like a wonderful tradition. I'm gonna I'm gonna I've got some big news. I'm really excited uh, to tell you. I think you're excited. But first, I don't know if you caught this, but Serena played yesterday. I know you know about this. I don't know if you saw it. A lot of nerves early on in, in that first set, some double faults or serve 
just looked awful, and then she locked it in and blew by her opponent, whose name I don't even care about. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to write it down. It's an anonymous person who is just fodder for the Serena emotion machine. You could feel it even from my television many, many miles away. And she talked afterwards about just what it is and what it feels like to be on what we think is this this final journey. Very hard decision because I think uh, when you're passionate about something and you love something so much, it's um, it's always hard to like walk away. Sometimes I think it's harder to walk away than to not. Um, and that's been the case for me. And so I've been trying to decide for a little while what to do. Bogus, I have a question for you. It's a, it's a genuine question. Sometimes I can get, you know, a little mean to people. I want to be nice. Am I allowed to make fun of Serena on her goodbye tour for not saying it's a goodbye for the Evolve thing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because it's a little silly. I mean, I have a cut loaded for next hour where she was asked point blank again last night, will you at least say that this is your last tournament? And she wouldn't even say that. I mean, what? It, can you imagine if I got down and like go back in time with Lori, University of Missouri, about to propose, so nervous, find the tree where we had our, you know, met for our first date. I got down on a knee and I opened the ring and I said, look, I don't believe in marriage, but will you evolve to a different place in our relationship? I mean, just, or just like, hey, will you evolve with me to the next stage? She'd be like, no, man. Is this a, speak the word, Serena. Yeah, I mean, even going back to the initial release of the Vogue essay, because yeah. everyone immediately wrote, she's retiring after the U.S. Open, and those words were never in yes. however many paragraphs there were, and she's talked about it at two different events before now, and then again last night. And she can use the fancy words however she wants. That doesn't bother me. I think she is tr- – I don't know why she's doing it, but this refusal to say – this is the last one is driving me nuts. Unless somehow that she can't say it because she feels like it's going to Fair. affect the way she plays. But I think even she could say that. She's like, guys, I just, for me, I can't say this is the end. But it's the end. She like, has to say it's over whenever she loses or if she wins the tournament, which is unlikely. But, right, I can't do the whole, I, I, I'm totally with you. I think you're right. And I, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, I'm okay with it if when she's done and she's crying, we're all crying, she's like, this is my last one. Well, and what was last night? Like, did they, did, did, were they afraid of her losing last night? That they had set up this post-match ceremony no matter what? That they were prepared? I thought she was going to lose. I thought she was going to lose going in. I mean, it was on the table for sure, yeah. but that was such an odd thing to be like, after she plays, no matter what, we're bringing out the fancy carpets and a microphone and Gail King, and we're going to do this weird... Now, not final goodbye, goodbye right. to Serena. Like, is this going to yeah. happen after every match? Yeah, I mean, like, I found the Derek Jeter, Kobe Bryant goodbyes obnoxious. At least this is con- condensed. She did. Do you want to hear a clip? I don't know if it's the same that you have, but Kevin Wall found a clip of Serena talking about the evo- the, the, the theory of evolution as it relates to, to her career. Ready? Here it is. For the word evolution, because I feel like I'm at a stage of my life where um, I'm not necessarily retiring. I'm just evolving from tennis. Um, and I do feel different. Well, that doesn't... What? <laughs> yeah, that one, that bothers me less. Because, again, 
we can call it retirement. She can call it evolution. She's not playing tennis anymore. But, just, but I'm not retiring. She's, so does evolving away from tennis mean I'm, other things are the priority, but I'm going to play two Grand Slams a year? Because that's not no, retirement. It means she's not going to go play shuffleboard or golf somewhere and never be seen again. She's going to become a professional in something else, whether, whether it's design, philanthropy. Like she's, go, she's not going to disappear and, like, in the truest sense of the word, retire. But she's going to stop playing tennis. No, dude, she's going to retire from tennis and do something else. Yeah, right. I mean, but I have much are you more... evolving too right now? What's, up? What's no, happening? But I have much more patience for this than the last night going, I'm going to stay vague on when I'm done. You don't need to do that. What was really interesting about the, about the match and about the... Because on display, I thought, were the reasons she's evolving to something else. Um, she looked slow at times. She didn't meet, move her feet at times. I mean, there were moments where... In a tennis sense, she looked old, right? She just did. She looked like the game, as talented as she is, she's remarkable, we know all that, had passed her by. And then she, and I don't have the stats in front of me, but she just clicked into, I don't know how many of her first serves she got in once she got it rolling, but I bet it was 75 or 80%. And she had as many aces as anybody yesterday in obviously a two-set match. So you saw the ups and the downs. Are you, I know you like me, you're a tennis fan, and I'm a huge Serena. I have this sort of complicated situation with Serena because normally, as um, as people pointed out to me, I am very um, hard on, on athletes who have been really obnoxious to me. And I did not have the world's best interaction the one time I, I interacted with Serena. But she is such an inspiration to my daughter. I, I just don't care. I met her, and she was in a bad mood. And I was like, I don't care. And I told her, I'm like, you're an inspiration to my daughter. It's the only time that she's like sort of brightened up. So I'm a, I'm a huge Serena fan. Do you think, because I can't figure out what side I come down on, do you think, Bogus, she can make a run to the semifinals of this thing or deeper? Do you think she's got it in her to really, because it's not an easy, it's not an easy field. It's just there's a lot of really talented players she's got to go through. And I think she also has lost the mystique of people being afraid of her. You know, they always said like Federer won matches before they started because people just never thought, that they could beat him. And she used to have that same advantage where she was, if you weren't the top three player in the world, she was going to smoke you. You're right. I don't think that this group of players that's in the top five, the top seven, and her next opponent's the number two seed in the tournament. Yeah. I, I don't think that they, they don't understand that because she hasn't been that for three, four, five years, which predates them being top five players. So, you know, they're going to do their best they can. The U.S. Open, she's going to play at night always, so she's not out in the heat. It's always going to be prime time. The crowd's going to be insane behind her. It's going to be a tough environment. But between a lack of fear from the other player and her, I just don't think physically has six matches in two weeks in her, I I would be stunned if she got to that Final Four. Um, speaking of evolution, I am so excited about it. Do you want – I tweeted out I had some big news. Yeah. Thought, and then you, you like, sent me a ta- – like a – What's happening? Mm-hmm. What's the news? Are you ready? Uh, yeah, please. It's a big deal for me, for you, for the show, for America. Okay. I mean, I'm really pumped. Is there a third hour? Are we getting a third hour? No. I mean, almost as good. Are we losing D-Cell? No. no. Are you losing me? Well, that's a different conversation. Okay. No. They're going to make a new season of Justified. Okay. Um, no, just lean into it. One of the great TV shows of all time. True. Raylan Givens. We thought it was over. It's based on one of the books. It takes place in Chicago. I think it's called. I don't know. I got. I got it up here. I'm so. I just found out yesterday. 
So same character. He's going from Kentucky to Chicago. Justified city primeval. I can't even remember. City edition? Primeval? 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 (laughs) I don't even know what the words are. Yeah, I don't know. It's based on there's stuff going on. There's bad guys. Oh, man, this is big news. Justified's back, Bogish? Justified city primeval. I got to tell you. We're evolving to a better place right now. Yeah, look at this. Kevin Wall, have you seen Justified? I've heard of it, but I'm not going to lie to you that hey, I haven't seen it. At least he's heard you of are it. For thir- I, I, had, I, had, uh, I had dinner with a buddy last night, and we were talking about he's a radio producer in L.A., and I was talking about, like, these young dudes who don't know, you know, or I'm an old dude. I brought up Richard Gere. You didn't know him. And he goes, Bogish, did you ask him if he, you know, keyword gerbil? And I, I just felt it just <laughs> Does that does that ring a bell, Kevin? Gerbil? Yeah. <laughs> and Richard Gear? <laughs> no, no, Richard Gear. No. <laughs> All right. All right. Just checking. Just checking. Just checking in. Uh, anyway, that's the big news. I I'm really excited. You really, you know, you you were you were a little nervous, Bogey. I didn't know what you thought was coming. This I, is well, great news. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm disappointed because wow. I I thought this was really show related. It is. I, it's. Not as direct as I was expecting. My favorite TV show of all time is coming back. I mean, that's another conversation we should have off the air, probably as good as Justified is. I don't know that I can approve of being your number one show of well, all time. I'll say it this way. Mark Grace is my favorite baseball player of all time, but he's not the best or even remotely the best baseball. I think it's a different I think it's a different category. Favorite, I think, is different than best. I mean, I, I, I see your point about that about Mark Grace, but I do think you need a little more objectivity because I also I know what you've seen. Like if Diesel tells me that his favorite show is the Hogan Family, I know that that's a compromised take because he's only watched the Hogan Family now as if it was new. He has so many more things. Right. But I you've watched almost everything. Yeah, all of it. So landing on Justified as your favorite still seems odd to me. But I'll allow I, it. I'll allow. Have it. you seen it? Have I seen Justified? Yeah. Every episode. Well, so you know how it's just it's just great. It's good, but I don't even know if it makes my top ten if I really have to make a list of shows. Of favorites, though? I'm, not, I'm talking just your favorite. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have to... Because then, now, I I want to put Saved by the Bell on the list, but I'm not going to make it number one. Not ahead of just... Saved by the Bell... I, I went back and... what It's really hard for any show that has a laugh track to hold up today. Have you rewatched these shows that have laugh tracks? It's hard to watch. Yeah, of course. It's all nostalgia. But I also still think that 19-year-old Kelly Kapowski wants to make out with me. So, I mean, there's also they've got always that going for them. I mean, 43-year-old Kelly Kapowski might want to make out with you based on your... Was it Olivia Wilde story? Am I remembering no, properly? Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. Yeah. It's two very beautiful Olivias. It's hard to keep track of the Olivias out there. Yeah, and I'm, really, I'm good with either. Bogus. I'm not picky. Yeah. If either yeah. one wants to call, you... You can give them my number. I mean, Kevin, I don't know if you hit this. The other Olivia, Olivia Munn, who used to date Aaron Rodgers, yes. hit on Bogus pretty aggressively in a previous job. Yeah. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Yeah, for real. Spill the beans. Give more detail. You actually kind of look like a less Nicholas Cagey, maybe not quite as athletic Aaron Rodgers. You got a little bit of an Aaron Rodgers vibe going on. We do have long hair, although his has gotten longer than mine. The beard thing yeah. and just, yeah, he wears glasses now to be a hipster. You wear them like me to see. We're both jerks. Know? 
You're both total jerks. You're <laughs> yeah. just terrible colleagues. I'm a, I assume Diesel hates Aaron Rodgers equally. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers' colleagues hate him <laughs> because of how he treats them right. publicly. So I think <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' he... brother hates him. Diesel's <laughs> like my brother and hates me. Yeah, I had an awkward Diesel interaction a few weeks ago where he, he's like, "Hey, I'm going to be taking some time off. Uh, do you know when Bogish is going to be here?" And I was, <laughs> and I said. I don't know Andrew's schedule, but my guess is just pick a day and he won't be here. It's it's my best. Are you around now? What is happening? So what is like? What can I expect going forward? Once we get I missed you. Once we get past next Monday, Labor Day, we're back to normal. You get me Are, five days a week, unless you disappear or Da disappears. But you'll get me five days a week, starting post Labor Day. It's a Beatles song for you and me. Five days a week, as soon. as... Not this week. Are you are you gone again after today? You, I will not be here with you on Friday. Where are you on Friday? Friday, I'm hosting the DA show, so I will He's open. Off. I'm going to open for you on Friday, and then okay. Monday oh, it's Labor Day, I'm company off. holiday. Nobody's yeah, here smartly, right. and then Tuesday away we go. Got it. So you're you're kind of checking in for the week. We got you here for a few days this week. All right, just checking. Missed you. I can't believe I'm the one that's being labeled as the one who's not here enough in this Do you dynamic. really want to get into that? Because I'm happy to add up everybody's days. <laughs> I am happy to add up everyone's vacation days and compare. Oh, you're, you know, that, that's all. Everything's beautiful, man. Like, the world's a beautiful place, and, and we're all evolving. And Justified's back. It's back, dude. Can you say this word? Look this up for me. Justified... Primeval? Is that the word I'm looking City primeval? Yeah, primeval. It's not primeval. It's prime it's primeval. I, I just the word do you have it's like Ted Lasso. Some words get stuck in your brain, you just can't, you know, do mm. them. Bogish, bogish, bogey. I'm bogey. not good with coordinator. Coordinator. Yeah, like coord I, I get I get stumbled on the double O. It trips me. It's a co O. Yeah. Uh, I hear you. This was fun, man. This is good hanging out. It's good you to be back. Me, You're right. I should be here more often. You're right. I like having you on the air. <laughs> I re- and I don't even care when listeners complain when you're on the air. I'm like, you guys Thank don't you. matter. Uh, I got my ironic uh, Anthony Davis shirt on, by the way, just for you. What What does it say above Anthony's sweet face? Superhero. <laughs> His superpower is being injured. Every time Earth is threatened, he's the only Avenger who's, oh, I'm on the IR. I, I, I'm sorry Thanos is here. I can't do it. I just, my elbow, banged my elbow. What a bumps that guy is sometimes. Anyway, all right. Eight, it's good to see Bogus. Uh, if you want to call Kevin Wall, we had this earlier, and you because Kevin got a bunch of calls from you guys saying we that just saying hi, uh, Andrew. Apparently, we're not being warm enough as colleagues. Uh, Kevin told me he really loves some positive reinforcement. So if people could call in and tell him, and I I invited people to do that, and several called. Uh, if you can add to that, if you're driving around, if you're listening on the Free Odyssey app, the phone number is eight five five two one two for CBS. You could be like Scott in Arizona, and you could talk to us on the air. Or you could be like Kyle from Arkansas and just call and be like, hey, man, you're great, Kevin. But if you want to talk to Kevin, if you want some advice from him, he's just looking for someone to visit with. 855-212-4CBS. Number's free. You're listening to Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. We got to get that deleted from the system. Ironic, though, I went out with my buddy last night for dinner. We were walking around Culver City. Kevin, here in uh, L.A., kind of a halfway point. In L.A., everything's far. And we just stumbled onto some Irish pub there. Nothing wrong with that. 
awesome. Food was awesome. And they, and they were all Irish. Lucky the boys haven't helped yet. You know, you yeah, like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, I, do you want something to drink? I just, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of do. I kind of want a few things to drink because your accent's so cool. Was it um, a Guinness you, or was it uh I You know, I went gin and tonic. Okay. I went gin and tonic because, you know, I'm a little fancy. Um, and a steak sandwich and then a sausage roll in bread. So I basically went double meat and bread, which brings us to you. I just found this out. You, young man, 26, in shape, are in a, on a on a on a diet. What are you What are you doing, well, bro? I, You're I too don't young. know if I would say I'm in shape. Shape. I used to be, you know, a lot leaner, but uh, you know, okay. times have you changed. You look good on the Skype. I, you know what? I agree with you. My arms do look good. So, but thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're looking. You look like D Cell. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. But uh, I'm going away in eight weeks. Uh, I'm going down to Florida. So you want to look, you know, a little. You, you want to drop, you know, maybe like five to ten pounds. Maybe get a little more. Toned up. So um, yesterday I started Insanity Max 30. Um, you know, the Sean T. Um, it, it's a hard workout. but Insanity ins- Max 30. 30? So it's okay. the, the spinoff pretty much of the original Insanity, um, which they say is the hardest workout ever on the planet. But for this time, it's 30 minutes. I did the first workout yesterday, and Oh, my God. So the plan is when you max out, you write down your time where you just keep going until you physically need a break. And I've done the the program before, and I would make it through maybe like seven minutes or eight minutes. I got okay. to a minute and 48, and I wanted to cry. <laughs> so this is, an advanced, <laughs> this is an advanced version of what was like? Was it PX60? P90X. I met the guy that founded P90X several years ago. Oh, Tony Came Horton, in for yeah. a radio thing. That dude is ripped. Yeah. And he, he, he sort of like grabbed my the side of my stomach <laughs> and goes, Get on it. Lady, <laughs> hold on. Your lady will thank you. <laughs> What's like the like oh you know what that sounds that sounds like Tony Horton, you know, because I've done those <laughs> Tony progr- Horton. Yeah, because yeah. it sounds like those you know, I've done the programs, he's got he throws in that uh sense of humor, that comedy and like those little those little cracks and you know, it kind of works. It makes you laugh during the workout. He was too. He was too in shape. You know, the, some bodybuilders where it's just, hey, bro, mm-hmm. actually, don't mix in the salad. Mix in a hamburger. Right. There's too. There's not enough body fat here. It was kind of like there's that. a difference where you're showing off when you're trying to be buff and you're bodybuilding and yeah. you know you got muscles. You're benching 500 pounds. That's one thing. But when you do the calisthenics and you're you're doing all these pull-ups, muscle-ups, and you're yeah, so skiing. I, that's, what I, that's what I get accused of, but yeah. it's just natural. I don't do it on purpose. All right, I have a series of yes or no questions for you. Do you believe in leprechauns? Yes, I'm Irish, so look at the Irish. All right, do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? No. Do you believe in aliens? No. Wow, really? Uh, do you believe in Bigfoot? Yes, actually. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. hey, uh, God bless you. And here's the big one. Do you believe in witchcraft? Oh, there was a time. There was a time back then, um, in the eighteen hundreds, or even earlier. I'm gonna lean yes. I'm gonna lean yes. Well, there's a time now too. We're gonna get into this in thirty or forty minutes. There's a scandal emerging in soccer in Europe about a star player whose brother is allegedly blackmailing him because apparently the star player put a hex on a rival in order to get him injured. 
I don't even know witchcraft was still a thing. So a little, just a little tease for later on the show. Um, I don't really believe, I, I believe most of those things we just named. I don't believe in, in witchcraft. But I probably should. Because somebody has put a hex on the New York Knicks. I mean, I mean what a hapless organization. The high point of the New York Knicks over the last, I don't know, man, going almost back to the Ewing era, is Jeremy Lin, who didn't actually belong in the NBA. And Lin Sanity was cool and it was fun. And now under Leon Rose, he used to run basketball operations on the agency side for CAA, which is a very big deal. He's now the president of operations. They're trying to build something. And I understand and I recognize you, you have to be patient. You have to take your time and you have to believe in youth. I, I just, man, R.J. Barrett just got paid. It's not like he's making $400 million, but he got a nice amount of money. And for me, I just have trouble believing this is a guy, this is a person, along with Jalen Brunson, who's going to bring this organization to any level of actual success. I know it's a, it's a wing league. I get it. Wings matter. And, and Barrett, by the way, is going to make more in total than Jalen Brunson. And Brunson obviously had a whole bunch of suitors we thought on the market. Dallas wanted to pay him. I just, I understand why they did it. And he is fairly young. And he scored 20 points a game last year. He played pretty well. He made a, a pretty nice leap in some areas. But his three-point shooting came back to earth a couple years ago. He shot he shot the rock really well from deep. To me, this is just an incredibly... Mediocre is not fair. I think he's a B minus or a B player. Now you're a Knicks fan, Kevin Wall. Right. What year do you think the New York Knicks are going to make an NBA Finals? What's the next year? I, I'm going to write down my number, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to just let you tell me what you think. All right. I'm going to go with the year that Jim Dolan is not owning the team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we have similar answers. I went 2000. And seventy nine. The, the, the problem. How old will I? How many years is that from? That's a lot of years from now. That's fifty five. Twenty seventy nine. Seven years. I would be. I'm not gonna be around. Uh, yeah. I probably won't be either. But I would oh, yeah, definitely not, be in my eighties. Who knows? Maybe but there's a chance. Know, maybe there's nanotechnology out there, and or some kind of witchcraft in a good way that that keeps us keeps us ticking. So this is the big news. Right? I got a call last night. I couldn't do it. I was out with my buddy to go on CBS Sports HQ. And it's one of those times where I'm glad I didn't go on because my only take is they probably got to pay the guy. I know that he had a good season. I know that he can score. I know the Knicks don't have a lot of options. But this is not a guy that that moves the needle. And the New York Knicks, to me, it's not even Barrett's fault. I understand why they paid him. The takeaway is you're not going to recruit talent to New York City, at least to the Knicks, for the reasons Kevin just talked about. Nobody wants to play for James Dolan. Durant and Irving are, are a mess. They're a disaster. They're a nightmare. But they're also talented enough to make a really deep run, and if Kevin Durant hadn't worn a shoe size too big a few years ago, maybe they win an NBA championship, and it's a totally different narrative. The only reason they're playing in Brooklyn is because of James Dolan. If anyone on earth not named James Dolan owned the Knicks, they would have been New York Knicks. That is a cathedral of basketball. If you've never... like, I'm not a big fan of that part of New York City. I love New York City, but Times Square is the absolute worst, and that whole area is the absolute... From basically... PSG all the way up to Times Square is the worst place on the face of the earth. But if you ever go to the city, it's worth going to a game, to a Knicks game or a Rangers game. Blue shirts, because it is, especially if you're a basketball fan, it is such an incredible spot. And this Barrett news, to me, just reinforces that they're screwed. 
They got no good choices because they're going to have to go with the guys they got, the R.J. Barrett's and the Jalen Brunson's, and they're going to be mediocre. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.